Now today's federal newscast, I'm Eric White. Employee engagement is up slightly across the federal workforce in 2018. It rose a percentage point to 68 points this year. The latest results of the government-wide Federal Employee Viewpoint Survey from the Office of Personnel Management also shows just 26% of federal employees say their raises are tied to their performance. The IRS's Office of Appeals has lost 40% of its staff since 2010. The Government Accountability Office says the Appeals Office anticipates a continued risk of losing subject matter experts as well. About one-third of its workforce was eligible for retirement at the end of last fiscal year. Picket signs and disgruntled employees was the scene outside the Health and Human Services Department yesterday. The National Treasury Employees Union is demanding HHS leaders come back to the bargaining table for a new contract. HHS declared an impasse after it suggested removing contract articles, allowing the union to negotiate over telework, alternative work schedules, and leave policy. The Foreign Service Institute gains a new director. More now from Tom Temin in today's management report. Ambassador Dan Smith will take over the State Department's training bureau. Secretary of State Mike Pompeo calls Smith impeccably qualified for the role. Smith has been Assistant Secretary of State for Intelligence and Research since 2014. He was ambassador to Greece earlier in the Obama administration. At the Foreign Service Institute, Smith will oversee four schools that teach everything from 70 foreign languages to applied information technology. I'm Tom Temin. Another agency CIO is on the move. Here's Federal News Radio's Jason Miller with details. Rod Turk, the Acting Chief Information Officer and Chief Information Security Officer at the Commerce Department, is retiring. Sources confirmed to Federal News Network that Turk let Commerce leadership know his plans to leave Federal Service on January 19, 2019. He's retiring after 16 years as a civilian employee and 26 years in the Navy. Turk has been acting CIO since January 2017 and CISO since September 2015 at the Commerce Department. It's unclear who will replace Turk. I'm Jason Miller. The Trump administration's government reorganization plan would have zero budget impact, according to the Congressional Budget Office. CBO was asked to assess a bill which would give the Trump administration expedited authority to move things around. Senator Ron Johnson introduced the bill back in June. Some 132 general and flag officer positions should be downgraded or eliminated. That's according to a RAND Corporation study commissioned by Congress, which has already charged the Defense Department with cutting 110 of them over the next five years. The Navy is expanding its fleet, but the cost may be more than the service first expected. Federal News Network Scott Massioni reports. It's going to cost the Navy about $27 billion a year to buy the new ships the service wants over the next 30 years. That's according to a new Congressional Budget Office report. The Navy wants to expand from 285 to 355 ships, which will cost about $800 billion, CBO says. That's $130 billion more than the Navy originally quoted. But CBO says if the Navy continues retiring ships and building new ones at its current pace, it won't reach the 355 ships by the time it wants to. I'm Scott Massioni. The Defense Information Systems Agency moves the long-awaited Defense Enterprise Office Solutions contract under IT Schedule 70. DISA, along with the General Services Administration, announces the move in a request for information. Industry has been expecting a final request for proposal on the $9 billion contract since June. Responses are due by November 9th. And with 10 packages containing explosive devices being sent to critics of the Trump administration, the Postal Inspection Service finds itself in the spotlight. The agency says it's working with the FBI, Secret Service, and ATF on the recent incidents. It reminds everyone to report suspicious packages and activity. Find these stories at federalnewsnetwork.com and subscribe to the Federal Newscast on Podcast One or iTunes. You can also follow us on Twitter at Federal Newscast. I'm Eric White.